Welcome to Last Night Recap. It's 2020, it's the start of a new decade, but the show is the same. I'm very sorry. Um, as always, we're going to do this in a serious but not way. This is a very special, very standalone episode, giving you a little teaser before the main recaps come back next week. My name is Martin Coots. I'm uh, joined, as always, by my friends and colleagues. Let's start with Mr. Matthew Pullen. Happy New Year, Matt. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone. How are you doing? Did you, yeah, I'm good. Did you have a good festive break? I did, yeah. Uh, we had a chat a little bit earlier, I was just saying. I tried to just disconnect from everything and have a bit of home time and, and you know, be just be there for for family and friends and stuff, which was really, really nice and, and uh, hopefully recharged for the year ahead, so... Absolutely. It's important to take that kind of downtime, isn't it? Yeah. Everything everything feels like it's going at two hundred miles an hour and it's sometimes just nice to it's nice to, to take a break, but there's also a nice feeling coming back to it. It's like putting on a comfortable pair of shoes. You're you're just kinda of getting back into that swing of things. Yeah, just you know, I I I've got a couple of presentations coming up and it was kinda of nice to just today get back into the classroom and um do a bit of training with some staff and um, yeah, there's a lot of lot of cool stuff coming up. So yeah, definitely a, a time to recharge your batteries. Nice. A man who always likes to recharge his batteries, usually with a bowl of ice cream, is Mr. <laughs> Johan Anderson. Happy New Year, Johan. Happy New Year, everyone. How are you doing? Yeah, how are you? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm uh, going back to work officially tomorrow, even though okay. I had to do a bit of work in between, but um, having a relaxed time, actually. Yeah, and you're not too far from Santa, of course, in Sweden. Did he bring you something nice? Oh, definitely. Um, only the good boys, no? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good boy. Uh... <laughs> the, the little elves told me differently. I know. I, know. I want so... to stay in the good. I want to stay in the good list for this year, so I don't want to start off by lying. Um, oh my God! My, you my got a whole decade. That's it. My 2020 resolution was to always try and tell the truth. So, uh... oh. okay, move on. So, no host for next week then. This is it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and of course, um, I suppose. Do we need to ask where's Kurt? Don't you want to know about the weather in Sweden? <laughs> Snow. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's the worst it's, one. Ever. It's wet. No. Yeah, it's wet. It's five yeah. degrees Celsius, and that's uh, right. It's I think it's the first time, like in twenty years, it's uh, no snow after New Year. So Whoa. global warming, Yoo-hoo! Yeah, it's not a myth. It's it's the same here. We're uh, we're quite wet, but we're three degrees. So it's you know it's summer. That's horrible yeah. for ice cream. You should start eating yeah, the, before it melts. You should actually you should come over to Scotland. It's probably colder. Over yeah, there. I should. Um, but of course, we can't talk about the weather without highlighting some of the the, the um, issues that are happening down in Australia just now yes. with the with the bushfires mm-hmm. and everything. And we've obviously got a lot of um, people who listen from uh, from from Australia and that that region. And I think I speak for us all when I say that we're just thinking about uh, you guys and the, the the sort of efforts that are going down there just now to try and get everything under control. Yeah, definitely. Here, here. Um, but yeah, just Kurt's back. Where is he? Should we ask Matt? Do you want to guess where he is? America. You, uh... <laughs> Correct. Yay! For the first try. <laughs> He's getting good I, at this. I, I, I was going to say one of two choices. It was America or Belgium. I was... I, I, I no, I left Belgium Philly. already again. Ah, okay. You're in Philly. No, I'm not in Philly. 
You're not. No, no, no. I was only hot second in Philly. Oh, no. No, I know where you are. Because uh, I saw it on... Oh. oh, don't cheat. Oh, don't cheat, mate. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just, I'm... Okay. Right, you you two take it. Um, it is warmer here than um, for, for all of you. But I'm not... Um, that doesn't know. matter with time. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't really. That makes it worse. Where makes it America, worse. It's a bit warmer than here. No, look up the weather. We're in America. Let me see. Let me see. Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee. <laughs> Minneapolis. Uh, uh, okay. Anchorage. No, you've been no. there before. Um, all of you. All of you have been there Chicago. before. Chicago. I think it's Chicago. actually the, the one time we were all together. No, you're in Austin. Exactly. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> and where this show more or less was born. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So it was. So, so it's Austin we have to blame for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was heat. The heat. Well, we all Absolutely. know what happens in Austin um, doesn't stay in Austin, and that's why we're no, that's recording problem. again. Exactly. Absolutely. So, guys, as this is a standalone episode, the format is kind of out the window. So, Kurt, I'm not going to come to you to give us a preview of what what's coming up because we're really just going to dive straight into it. There's no um, there's no recap because there's been no chats. We'll be telling you about what chats are coming up at the end of the show. There's no questions with Matt, but as always, we'll be sharing the details of how you can get involved and we'll be putting out a call to action for you guys to um, share your questions with Matt. But guys, guys the, the main reason that I wanted to do this is obviously 2020 is not only the start of a new year, but it's the start of a new decade. We've left probably... The, the one year where innovation in both technology and education probably really um, it's probably been one of the biggest innovations if uh, from my point of view in terms of how new technologies have coming out. In fact, we're coming up just in a couple of weeks to a 10-year anniversary of, of iPad, but that obviously isn't the only innovation there's been. But I wanted to, to kind of do a check-in with you and take stock of what's happened, what's to come and, and what aspirations you see. So, Matt, you and I have, have, have spoken about this a wee bit, but the other the other guys won't, won't really be as up to speed. What do you see is going to be the biggest thing happening for you in the next year? What do you think is the, the big aspiration that you've got? Oh, redundancy. <laughs> <laughs> was that not last year? <laughs> oh, no, it was me, sorry. <laughs> No, uh, I don't know. The biggest thing for this year, I think if I look at it from a university point of view, um, we, we've started our one-to-one um, with our students, small scale, just, just to kind of um, iron out some of the bigger things that need to be considered, like uh, storage and sharing and assessment, those sorts of things. Um, but, but we go sort of bigger across three courses come September. So there's a, a lot of kind of behind the scenes work that needs to be done. So um, what are the new challenges you're going to face in doing that? What's what's some of the things that you have to get ready on your end before oh. that? <laughs> That's a good what's question. What's the biggest That's thing? That's a good question. If that. anyone could answer yeah. that for me, that'd be really good. Uh I think I think it's really Call me again in ten years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's all those it's all those back end things that, that make it work that people don't necessarily always see. Um and just making sure that they're all in place so that it's seamless for the students you know what, mm-hmm. what we don't want is it to be uh, a headache um, as we all know you, you really get one chance to to get these things started um correctly without then causing a kind of a mass, mass exodus away from things and, and giving the naysayers kind of ammunition 
so just making sure that that it it all works from from Wi-Fi through to storage and and the cloud all working, um, and and then it's just training people really and yeah. making sure that that's all ongoing and that the staff staff feel supported and not overly challenged and, and threatened by anything. Um, and then obviously from the students' point of view, it's it's part of their course then. So um, just making sure that we've we've got a, a good learning curve approach so that again they feel supported and not isolated and and we model it in the right way so matt yeah it's incredible that i was reflecting on this before the christmas that like 10 years ago we were still struggling with wi-fi and getting yeah. all the storages and everything yeah, yeah. and and it's still here and yeah. and yeah it's still in in a big city like stockholm it's still there yeah, you know, it's not solved yet, and it's incredible. No, um, and that's the thing, isn't it? Like people talk about this like twenty first century and all of this, and you know the technology's moved on an awful lot, but infrastructure and infrastructure yeah. just hasn't, hasn't yeah. changed, has it? Really? I mean, and, we, and you're going to have a problem with electricity now. Actually, yeah, yeah a lot of uh, companies are denied building new buildings for factories and things like that. So it's it's starting. We'll see what happens. Yeah. With that as well so it's going to absolutely. be interesting absolutely and i think that's the i think that's that's the, the kind of the rub is what you've exactly said there matt is if the the back end doesn't work people don't really care that it wasn't your fault or it wasn't it was the back end it was such and such didn't do this or it was this wasn't in place they just see it as a failure of technology yeah and the minute they see that failure taking place that's it you've lost them you're never going to get them back um, it's it's going to you're constantly going to be fighting against it to get that enthusiasm back that they might they might have once had when you were getting started with the project or you were telling them it's going to be like this. But if you get to a stage where the the infrastructure, the back end, the actual nuts and bolts of it working, if that's not in place, then that's yeah, that's going to completely crash out. Yeah, and I think the the important thing like to always remember, and, and I just wrote a blog post about this on coding and. You know, ultimately, behind everything is still a human being. So, although like people blame the technology, it's still the human. So, if yeah, not to put more pressure on myself, but if this doesn't work, <laughs> it is on me. It's not because the technology didn't work. It's not because the Wi-Fi didn't work. It's because I didn't check that those things weren't in place. Um, so, no. yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think they're they're quite lucky to ha- to have you in that regard. But I think one of the good things that that that's certainly happened is. You've been working with Apple School Manager for a couple of years at the college, so hopefully that side of things you'll have your your kind of your your eyes dotted and your t's crossed. I think. Yeah, and it's, and it's you know it's it's a good it's a good learning experience for me and and going through this process. And um, I suppose because we are a university, it's it's something that um, you know we will track throughout the year in terms of mm. research and process. And you know, there's a lot lot of, of very intelligent people in in our university that I really want to kind of bring on board and and form that team going forward. And, and then it can be something that, who knows, it could be something that we can model out to, to our local schools in terms of setup and process and, you know, who knows what can, what will come from it, but small steps. Nice. Well, we'll check back in with you um, to see how it's all going. And we'll also check back in with you just in a wee bit about uh, what you're personally maybe going to try and do yeah, this yeah, year. Cool. But I just I want to give uh, Johanna a chance uh, to, to share his aspirations for this year. You obviously went through a pretty big change last year in terms of moving position, moving to a new company. What does uh, 2020 have in store for you? 
Um, yeah, from a personal point of view, in in that aspect, it's uh, getting our new system out, and I will not uh, talk about that right now, but uh, maybe <laughs> maybe later um, in 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 these settings, I I can do it sometime. But I, I won't do it right now. I, I want to discuss another thing that I've been thinking about. Actually, uh, that is more from a a big point of view, uh, mm-hmm. and that a lot of schools are moving back into and a, a couple of curriculums, national curriculums are moving back into facts and more that you should learn more fact again, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting uh, because uh, I want to just listen to you. If you think that's a result of the debate, if it, it, the way we are doing didactics today. So I, I think it's, I think it's like this facts are good or to understand what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? So you, you have to know, for example, that F stands for force, or this happened at this time, to be able to discuss things. Isn't that the way you have to think about it without yeah. looking it up? So you yeah. can actually understand. So it's a language like we talked about before. It's ah. just a language. You know the... the scientific name for that flower because you have to use it in what you're supposed to be solving and you can't look yeah. it up all the time. Or you know that the iPhone went on sale on 29th of June exactly. seven, <laughs> yeah, because it was also the same day as your 22nd birthday. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. No, I, and I think that's important, but it's just an extension of teaching or didactics to learn facts so you're able to discuss uh, within that language that you're using to solve mm-hmm. problems again. Where but do I you think... draw the line in that? Like, well, I think, where do I you think say these me... are the facts that you need to know and, and these are like facts that you can look up? These, uh, for me, it's uh, if you can look them up and it doesn't disrupt the work or something, then it's fine. If you can't, so for example, F for force, if you don't mm-hmm. know that, you're going to be in trouble like really fast mm-hmm. but isn't isn't this the eternal <laughs> issue though of who decides what is important that you well, yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. Is, so yeah. what i'm saying i'm just saying that i think we're going to get back into discussion now within this year and the next year discussing what this actually is because what are the, we, what are the basics that we yeah exactly know. what, are, what, facts, what uh-huh. is what are facts yeah. how should they be used why do we need to know them shouldn't we be able to google them no we should be able to know some of the facts because we should follow the language that we're speaking within uh, physics or whatever you know uh-huh. this is going to i think it's going to be a big debate again yeah. Because that's what I'm seeing, for example, in the Swedish curriculum, and I've been looking at a couple of other curriculums uh, because of my work, and it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, so, do I you think... feel that countries are setting a basic package that should Can... be like quick, accessible knowledge? Is that what no. you're trying to say? Yeah, I'm. I'm worried that people will interpret it as going backwards to checking facts mm. in school it, but not using it as we're trying to so explain it. it's it's it's, Do you understand? it's knowing it's being able to recite facts but not re- necessarily being able to apply that knowledge Ex- in different situations exactly because uh, yeah. then it 
I'm I'm a bit worried about that, and I think it's going to be a debate about it because that's what I'm seeing from from I, that point of view. Um, I think for me the the issue is when the the people who are making the decisions aren't the people who are actually you know, for lack of a better term, foot in the trenches, sort of delivering the lessons yeah. to pupils on a day in day out basis. They are the examining bodies are are obviously the ones that that determine what what schools do, and schools are are sometimes ruled and you know they they live and die by the by the exam in terms of you need to know this. Why? Well, it's 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 been in the exam for the past five years. Oh, right. Okay, so it, that important thing to know then. And I think the the issue is because the examining bodies are the current standard by which a lot of schools, and Matt, you can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong on this, but by by which a lot of universities base their 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 system of whether a person has been successful at school, it, it, it depends on the number of qualifications you come away with and not necessarily whether or not, I mean, you could have someone that could recite facts until the cows come home, but whether yeah. they can apply that knowledge, that that doesn't necessarily mean that they've got an understanding of that subject. 100%. Area. Yeah, yeah so, I, I totally agree about that. And that's where do I'm you see about. technology? Like who's technology in this story? Is it the hero? Is it going to be the hero or the villain? I, I see technology more like the butler in this instance. If if the facts are Batman, then then technology is Alfred. So more um, like a guide, then. Yeah, I would say that. Like the baby Yoda of uh, of the discussion of the Mandalorian. Yeah, so the <laughs> the the facts of the Mandalorian and the. the, the I, I'm curious to see if we can come up with any more analogies. In like, this I think it's like the Ferris Bueller of the. No, we've gone too far now. So no? it's Ferris Bueller. It's Ferris Bueller. <laughs> yeah. The Ferrari I like it. We need I don't to know go what back. It means, I just stuck it in there. Okay. So for people who do not know who Ferris Bueller is, this is your time to uh, look it up. Get your uh, dev mobile device out. Back uh, check. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Anyone? Fast. Try? Anyone? Fast. <laughs> If it takes you no, longer but, than five seconds, then you should have. Uh, have and you should have known. You failed. Yeah. You oh, failed if you don't know, yeah. I mean, let's go straight away there it, to any any governments listening about facts that everybody should know, like eighties film references. Like if that's not in your curriculum, that should be a curriculum. Like just <laughs> for don't an extra, for an like extra point, all name students. Me, <laughs> for an extra point, name me the town in <laughs> Illinois that John Hughes based but what all about of teachers? his films in. <laughs> Teachers who were born in the nineties and haven't lived in the eighties, do you think well, they can they can I, have I, those? I technically would argue they shouldn't be teachers. Kurt. I would say that they, they have no place. In History is a subject. That's, you know yeah, that. it's yeah, it's if if you cannot if you cannot recite Ferris Bueller, if you cannot recite Star Wars, if you cannot recite Ghostbusters, oh. exactly. The job description right there. Brilliant. It'll be an interesting yeah. conversation. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> and it, the, the, funny, do... the funny, the funny thing is, it doesn't matter if the students understand it; it's just for yourself. That's it. Oh no! The all you do I, is I've given re- weird references to my students, realizing that most of them were born um, in this century and yeah. not the yeah. last century. I think <laughs> the only facts they can get that's from that is that you're getting a day older. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't You're matter. I, I will always be the winner. <laughs> I am the winner, and they're like, I did live idiots. in the 80s. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, no, um, I, I like it. I like it. It'll be interesting to see. I thought with facts that you meant, um, like, how are we going to move forward um, when... <laughs> 
What? When, what other random when facts the... can we do from Ferris Bueller? Well, no, no, <laughs> I mean, like, newspapers or any other sources online uh, oh, like label things news. like yeah. facts. Uh, and that's then, a whole yeah. other issue. I, I, yeah, just, like, I yeah, thought you, you were can... going that way. Of, like, no, how no, are we uh, going to do fact-checking and, and I, how no, can I we think stay I critical? Thought, I thought you meant fact machines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to go back. Wrinkle-free paper. Wrinkle-free fax paper. My office got wrinkle-free now. I'm so excited. That's uh, that's against the current uh, generation, yeah. No more yep. uh, waste of paper. So exactly, no more waste of paper. I have to no, evolve a little uh, bit. Yeah. My my daughter would uh, my daughter would would come on the show and give us all the row if we pay- wasted paper. She's turning into an eco warrior right before our eyes. She asked me um, just in between Christmas and New Year if it would be okay if she went round all the houses in her neighbourhood, chapped on the door, and tell them how they could better uh, better serve the environment. I, um, to which, to tell which her, a quick tell her, no. Tell her I think it's great. I can still bike to my job because it's no snow. So <laughs> no, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. That's the that's the plus side of global warming. Exactly. <laughs> okay. okay. So yeah, I mean, I think the the fact thing is uh is is definitely going to come up this year, and I think we we will definitely have a lot to say on that. But it's a it's a good food for thought, and I think if anyone is listening to this show and they've got an idea, send us a send us a tweet on what they think is the the role that facts are going to play within education now, and whether pupils being able to recite facts easily or how they can get that information how the the, the application versus the knowledge i think is what we're what we're i mean it's so I, I agree but i mean we all agree that it's application that you, you can't be, agree you know. with a but oh, okay. yeah. sorry <laughs> that, that, that means you don't agree <laughs> and yeah but i agree but yeah. and yeah. <laughs> yes and <laughs> Yes, anyway, absolutely. so um, go on. Yeah. <laughs> let's, no, 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 let's... no. Absolutely, it was your point. It was a, it was a good one. So, so from that's that's something that that you're obviously going to be paying quite a lot of close attention to because of the 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 role that you currently have. So yes. We'll be checking. We'll be checking in with you to see how that's all playing together. Cool. Right, and we'll come back to you in a second to see what personally you're going to do because I don't think hopefully you're going to be sitting there looking at facts and that's going to be no. a personal aspiration <laughs> for you. No, Kurt, what about you? Obviously, your uh, your years redefine themselves every year with new challenges and new things. What's exactly. what? What? Where are you going to take it in 2020? Um, right now, I'm I'm working on something called my 2020 experience. Um, in, in coincidence, I am turning 40 this uh, year, so um, yeah. something with that uh, 2020 experience and challenging people and using technology to um, make a difference in a way that it's, it's a real difference. Um, mm-hmm. So I will be, be challenging um, learners throughout this year um, to make an impact in their local community or uh, hopefully on a on a larger scale, um, inspired by the teenagers who like Greta, um, uh, just go for what they believe. So mm-hmm. really trying to make a difference, and that goes from launching uh, campaigns during Black History Month. I mean, I've um, been exposed to that now um, for the last few years uh, in the U.S. Something that yeah. was not a topic in in Belgium. So I'm learning a lot. Um, and and I want to make a difference, and I want to inspire other people to make that difference. So that's high on my agenda. Awesome. 
with it being 2020, can you see it clearly? Can you? I can see it clearly. Us? Yeah, that's good. I was just wanting to check if you had 2020. Exactly. On. So, exactly. Yeah. Hey, I got my Christmas. One of my joke presents this year was 365 days of bad puns. <laughs> so you're welcome, Internet. <laughs> um, that's Kurt. That that absolutely sounds amazing. That sounds like um, I can't wait to see what what that's going to look like. Can you give us a, a preview? Can you give us a sneak peek or some of the some of the ideas you've got coming up? I know you were saying stuff about launching campaigns yeah. around Black History. Is it is it just going to be a is it is it actually going to encourage them to use technology to do that? Yes, or? it's always going to be um, by using some piece of technology, sticking to a very basic thing. Um, that everyone can jump into, and and then I just want to want to have people who use their imagination and and run with it, um, mm-hmm. and and like I said, um, election campaigns are coming up, um, so getting people out there um, using their voice um, to to really make that difference, um, I think technology is the way to go for that, and then referring to to current model that we have so um i just made my my application video and and the three key words for me are um inspire educate and challenge and and that's my mantra for for this year um nice to like set that out there give you an idea of how i interpret the challenge um then teach you um on on the basic steps and then challenge you to take it further and um, build that connection because in this decade even more than the the previous one um, you cannot do things just by yourself you can make a difference but if you have a a team around you and and a network um, then I think you can you can take it at a a higher level or a bigger scale however you want to see it Absolutely. I think I think you've kind of um, hit the nail on the head and looking at some of these application reflection videos that have been shared, community has been a, a big part of a lot, a lot of people um, and what they've shared is how the community has kind of brought them together. And I think if you're able to, to, to delve into that community and sort of bring it all, bring it all together to help build um to help build your project and to help get all these different ideas, as you've done on, on several, uh, several times down several different ones i think um i think yeah it could be a really exciting one that you've got this year love it yeah and i'm looking forward to seeing at least two out of three of you guys in uh, in california at ISTE this year so um... well yeah this is a this is a big thing uh, this is a, a really big thing guys i think we should actually hang up and start another chat because we've lost matt so no, you lost me. we'll see if we can get him back he's there he's just not popping uh, up on just, the screen it's just not in the chat yeah. ah, okay. i'm just right. silently stalking you guys <laughs> it's fine no it's, he's got the fine, uh, but... undercover mode in uh, anchor going <laughs> that's exactly what it is he's got it in anchor. so this, uh, yes. this year we're gonna do where's matt <laughs> and i'll be you... doing no, jingles what what about you martin um, I think one of the big things for me this year is I'm always keen to to see how we can bridge the gap. Um, and one of the things I'm hoping to do this year is is start to bridge it between the Apple teacher communities and the ADE community and actually show 
for some teachers, there there will be some educators who are using the iPad just now who will be at the peak, uh, and they'll be Apple teacher. And some of them might have applied for ADE previously, but not get in. And I think one of the things that I'm wanting to 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 do, and Matt, you you know something about this. I've spoken to you quite a few times um, about a roadmap, is about showing a, a journey, a progression journey for people that that can actually help them see where they are at certain points on the journey. So how do they go from being someone who's gotten an iPad on day one to being a Kurt Kleinen or being a um, an Abdul Shohan? How do they get to that level where they are sort of always learning, always pushing themselves, but always have something that they're wanting to share, always have something that they're willing to show and willing to do? And it's that's that's something that, that being involved in the Glasgow project over the past few months is... is um, sort of giving me a glimpse into is how a lot of teachers will have a starting point, they'll know what they're doing and they'll be Apple teachers, but their story maybe isn't being amplified that much. That's the, the the stories of impact always seem to come from ADEs. And I think stories of impact and stories of success from Apple teachers and from a community like that. We're all part of this Apple EDU chat community, but I think I think showing how it's 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 a teaching community, it's an education community, it's it's people who are looking to make a difference with technology and something I'm wanting to try and do this year is really sort of bring those two communities into more sort of parallel and how they can how they can work together. So some of the things I'm going to be doing when I'm in school is are you going to set up a, like a buddy? Program, uh, yeah, almost? I, 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 almost like a, a buddy program, but almost um, it's almost getting a. Uh, making those kind of introductions and having yeah. Apple teachers within some of the schools that are doing quite a lot, actually doing something similar to what you did with the Distinguished Ones, mm-hmm. Kurt. Not quite to that level, but but maybe just getting anonymous stories of success. And yeah. if there's someone I see who is doing something quite good, and I I can see, for example, that they're you know maybe a design and technology teacher, then I might pair them with. A design and technology ADE or yeah. biology, you know, or a music, whoever it is, and actually give them give them the the Twitter details of an ADE yeah. to who they might be able to partner with. It's a bit of scouting. Sort of um, that almost, yeah. almost, but saying, making like making potential, sure that, and if you would connect yes. um, with someone um, ADE or or Apple, another Apple teacher, then they could take it to a next level, and maybe people who are afraid of using social media from the basic fact that um, I don't think I have an interesting story um, or I'm not doing anything spectacular. Probably sounds familiar. I'm referring to that because um, I believe it's Craig McNeil. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. He started a uh, 366-day because it is a leap year. Um, He is. Yeah, he's doing a tweet a day. Yeah, exactly. And and that that challenge of, okay, I'll, I'll give you a glimpse into my classroom. Um, I think that helps a lot for people who start with technology, where you might be intimidated that it always has That's to be exactly at it. a certain level. And so um, I applaud yeah. that initiative um, and and bring them together physically too. That's what I, w- I wanted to That's... say with seeing you guys. It's the technology brings us together in this way where we can talk, but it also because of a technology event brings us together physically, and then we do not need the technology to have a good conversation. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm so excited for for this day in in June. It's it's just it's I'm going to be there during my birthday as well, which oh. is even better. It's, it's is uh, it on the Sunday? The, uh, it's the 29th. So yeah, it's the it's the Sunday. Oh, so. so 29th, the Sunday, and everyone's 
who's listening specifically the ADEs, AD meetup in Anaheim is on the Sunday evening, starting oh, at seven nice. o'clock. Uh, more details will follow as we get closer to ISTE. Uh, um, a big, big celebration. Oh, so cool. And, and I'm yeah, not going to so send the bill to you, I'll promise that. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Great First stuff. First, so... you have to pay. No. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so yeah, I think professionally we've all got some some. Uh, uh, what's quite nice as well is is varying uh, levels of, of aspirations for this year. There's not really we're all doing our, our our own thing, but it'll be interesting to see how it all comes together. Um. I, yeah, I, I think it's going to be an exciting year for 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 each of us. Personally, um, let's see. I'm not going to get too personal with this. There's obviously a lot of shows and a lot of movies coming out this year, Matt. <laughs> uh, we've just had we've just had the end of I think your favourite um, movie series of all Ferris time. Bueller. Um, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, Ferris Bueller. Too. No, um, Ferris you Bueller goes back to school. It's the sequel. It's great. Did I go and watch That's what? Sorry. Did you go see Rise of Skywalker? I did go and watch Rise of Skywalker yeah, the Monday before Christmas. Yeah. Um, Thoughts? Yeah, really good. Um, you know, I've I've read a lot of reviews, and you know, I'm not going to give anything away because people might not have seen it yet. But um, reviews it, are personal, yeah. It yeah, it ticked, it, <laughs> yeah. Ticked, it ticked the boxes for me. A, a good amount, good a good talk. amount of nostalgia, and a good amount of kind of um, unexpected, you know, storytelling. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I think. Sometimes I read these reviews and I'm, I'm wondering what these people want from movies. Like, it seems like they just want They everything. want cats. That's what I'm telling they, you. They want that's, cats. That's it. Yeah. They want yeah. cats. So, uh, personally, what are you looking forward to this year? What's your... Uh, what's, what's, what's something that's coming up this year that you're looking forward so, to? Apart from seeing me at Estate other and, than seeing <laughs> and uh, probably... If, Every other thing we yeah. see each other at this year. Um, so it's my wife's 40th um, this year, and it's our 10-year wedding anniversary. So Ooh, we are lovely. We are going to Vegas in April to celebrate hey. both. Um, does she know? She does know, yes. She does right, listen okay, to okay. Okay. Doesn't listen <laughs> I thought it was... I was going to say, I thought She doesn't listen to the show, it's fine. Uh, That's okay. Um, so, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. Never been to Vegas. Uh, it wasn't really on my bucket list until we st- started having a chat about it. And, and now we're, you know, sort of starting to look at all the different things we, we want to do when we're out there. So, so really looking forward to that. That's the that's in April. Um, again, looking forward to going over to ISTE for various reasons. Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to going to, to, to LA and Anaheim and, and having a look around from a travel point of view, as well as obviously the professional kind of element of, of the learning that's mm-hmm. going to take place. So, so that bit of traveling is going to be good as well. Um, and then, you know, come June, it will be the one year anniversary of, of having my new venture with the business. Um, so, you know, that'll be a good thing to celebrate that I haven't, um, I haven't messed that up in one year. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's still going okay. So, so yeah, it's, there's, there's kind of a lot going on, um, and I'm sure we'll we'll have some opportunities to talk about it throughout this year as well. Excellent, Johan. What about you? Yeah, I'm um, actually it's job, but uh, for me it's not a job um, because I have a couple of dance projects, and I haven't been really doing that for maybe one and a half year. So I'm getting back into uh, doing a couple of um, you know, projects within dancing. And I'll tell mm-hmm. you about that later when it's official, uh, because I can't really say which one it is right now. So I'm really excited, actually. I've, I've um, decided to go back and do it a bit more. I, go I back love to your that. passion. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I felt that it's uh, been lacking for a while. So um, I'm really, from a personal point of view, uh, happy about it. So I'm really excited. I'm going to tell you too much about it later, <laughs> probably. Well, that's good. Excellent. That where cool. the heart's no, full that's... of, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Kurt, what about you? Obviously, your 40th, but what else? Yeah, I mean, it's not a, that's not a big thing for me. Um, but um, personally, um, I just want to continue to have these experiences. And I, we, I mean, my wife and I try to do this. Um, go see a theater play, but then uh, a children's theater play. So I, I already booked tickets to um, Cat in the Hat. Um, nice. That's a little theater down the road over here. Um, at, it's two, three blocks away. And they always do an incredible performance. And they use a lot of um, imagination with the props that they have. So um, that is high on my, my list. Um, seeing Going do some date nights at the Today at Apple. Those are always fun. Um, yep. My personal goals are all about learning um, together. Um, and those are nice moments. There's um, Modern Spaces is coming over here, which is an art exhibit on movement and, and um, AR and 3D. And so I'm looking forward to those kind of things. Um, I have to go look at MoMA um, that now that it's reopened. So mm -hmm. see what I can learn. And, and that's what I did just this past uh, holiday. My, uh, my uncle um, took us to a, um, like a natural, uh, national uh, um, um, site in the Netherlands, um, which right. had a uh, museum in it. Um, so it's, it's really, really big. It's so big that you could get a bike outside of the museum to ride to the next stop in the park. Um, so that movement and the combination of, of nature and art, um, that was beautiful. So, and that those things make me look at the world in a different way. And that, that always results into something in a work and a professional environment somewhere down the road, be it a book, a podcast, a video, a playground, whatever is coming. Nice. Hey always amazes me that kind of spark that you have just to do something new it's just i don't know where you you find the energy just to constantly you're like a sponge you just seem to soak up new things all the time it's, it's once i got into the habit of it um it's become kind of an addiction to to keep learning and looking at things in a new way um and it, it keeps me fresh it keeps me reinventing myself and that's what i i love about it and it brings me back to um um, a book that I read, uh, I think it's called My Iceberg is Melting. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And um, it's a really short book. Uh, and it, it, it talks about how to deal with resistance. And, and, and the iceberg is melting and um, the population, the penguins need to do something. And um, there's this one penguin who saw this coming for years, but no one wanted to believe him. And... Um, I, it's the link that it makes to using technology in education. So that's how I got onto the book. Um, and the lesson from it is you have to go look to outside of your environment to see if there's other icebergs that you can go to and what you need to do to support that system, which brings it back to what Matt was saying, the behind the scenes, getting the framework going. Mm -hmm. um, and once that framework is installed, um, we are creatures of habit. 
and Johan with his PhD, um, I think will confirm that we love tradition. So it's really hard to do innovation. Sure. Um, the lesson from the book is you have to keep looking for the new iceberg if you want to survive. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I love that. That's a really good sentiment. That's a really <laughs> good sentiment. If you want to survive, you need an iceberg. I love it. In this time, um, unless you're on the there might planet. be an iceberg coming by. Well, yeah. Soon. That's, which is uh, Titanic 2 is coming. They, they are building a, a, a Titanic 2 that's going to be launched in 2022 to mark the 110 anniversary. Mm-hmm. See? It all comes back. It all comes back. It all comes around. That, that, yeah, again, three unique kind of perspectives on uh, things that you're looking forward to that personally tie into professionally, all these kind of things. That's, and I'm pleased that you've all got a lot coming up. Uh, this year for me, the uh, one of the, the things I'm actually quite excited for is uh, actually happening in about three weeks. Um, and that's Patrick Stewart stepping back into the iconic Ooh, role yeah. of Captain Picard uh, for a 10-episode run that comes out on the 24th of uh, January. So I am super excited for that. Uh, massive Star Trek fan. Um, I'm always more Trek than, than Wars. Um, I don't know if that speaks more to, to me. Than there goes the half franchise. of our listeners. Well, yeah. <laughs> that, that probably oh speaks my God. more to me than it does the franchise. Um yeah, I mean, there's just for me, it's always it's always what what movies or games are coming out. So it's yeah, things like that that I, I always look forward to. So what's on your like top three list that we have to go watch or listen or binge for, watch for this year? Yes. Um, well, I, uh, well, I've actually just finished The Witcher. So if you've not, uh, yeah. if you've read The Witcher books um, and you want to see that in action, the Netflix series is absolutely fantastic. That is it is the just, new Game of Thrones? Um, it's actually better in my right. in my opinion. It's, it is The Witcher. Yeah, it's The Witcher. It's not. They're not trying to be Game of Thrones. They are. They are kind of. Yeah, I liked to it the, too. To The Witcher, I agree. Um, and I actually liked Henry Cavill in it. Now, I'm a massive Superman fan. I'm probably more of a Superman fan than I am anything else. I'm even probably more of a Superman fan than I am an Apple fan. Right, so there goes the, the other half of our list. Yeah, there goes the other half of the list. So, Mum, keep listening. <laughs> exactly. I, I really didn't like Henry Cavill as Superman. He just didn't have that... He just didn't embody the difference between Clark Kent and Superman. He's... he's Clark Kent was Superman wearing glasses. No one believed that. And if you ever look into the history of Superman, it was the the fact that he changed the timbre of his voice and he actually he went. He, um, I won't get too geeky, but it, it happened back like, in the radio, the radio serials. I know everyone's like, but <laughs> he is absolutely superb. And, uh, yeah, you tune in to the right now and yeah. switch to mono. You'll hear a nice jingle of Matt. Uh, <laughs> No, no, but I agree. He's, he's absolutely, he's absolutely great as Geralt. He's, he's superb. The Witcher has been excellent. The Irishman, we watched that over the holidays as well. That just felt like it was something out of the, out of the late seventies, early eighties. That even the storytelling behind that was, was, was superb. Um, I so those are the, the. I know it sounds quite cliche that those are two things, but that everybody's kind of talking about just now. But I have to admit, I've watched both of those and it's been the two things lately that I've watched and I've not been able to stop myself watching. It's nice. usually I can, I can go and I'll say, oh, I'll maybe pause it here and I'll take a break, but I could not do that. I watched both of those back to back. 
um, and they're both excellent this year. Um, obviously, a new James Bond film, so we've got Bond Twenty Five, oh, yeah, right. No Time to Die. Um, we've got the Cap the Card series. We've got. I'm not. I'm, I'm getting a bit fed up in the Marvel films, so there definitely goes the other half. Um, <laughs> no Marvel, <laughs> but you're a Superman fan. That's that's DC, yeah, yeah. No? I've always been more DC. Uh, so I think Wonder Woman '84 is, is uh, exciting me a little bit, and then hopefully we'll start to get some leaks about Robert Pattinson as, as Batman. So we'll see what what that all brings. But yeah, there's there's definitely going to be a lot to keep me to keep me entertained over the over the next year. I'm looking forward to Eddie Murphy coming back. Anyone yeah. follow any of that? I just watched. No, I haven't. Um, yeah. Did Dolomite. You watch the SNL. Oh, it was a Dolomite. Oh, yeah. that was nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to. We've obviously got uh, you know Will Smith and Martin Lawrence and uh, Bad Boys for Life. So that's a Belgian you know. production, by the way. Yeah. So pretty proud of that. Mm. Then you've got cool. this film just to drop in another eight. Oh, yeah. there you go. Ghost Afterlife. And Ferris Bueller too, no? Uh, <laughs> do you know what? That would be just, there'd be no point in making movies ever again if they made it. <laughs> right? They'd be, they'd be good for they another 40 years. Exactly. They did it for a Super Bowl commercial about two years ago, three years ago, where it was uh, Matthew Broderick was back as Ferris Bueller for it was for an insurance advert that aired during the Super Bowl and it had him doing the you know it was the six six Sputnik song and as he was opening the blinds how can I possibly expect to watch the Super Bowl in a day like this <laughs> it was all that kind of stuff it was just it was it was a nice bit of nostalgia to it I'm curious cool. to see what Apple TV plus will do because the morning show was really nice too oh for all mankind mm. is excellent as well I really really liked for all mankind oh yeah um, yeah, yeah I haven't seen it all yeah, the thing is, now that the shows have kind of finished their first seasons, yeah. there's a bit of a lull. It's now just kind of sitting. There's nothing really that's drawing you into Apple TV Plus to see what you want to watch next. No, now exactly. Those, you need something new. You need something new or a back catalogue of stuff. You need something, yeah. you know, you need you need a big show uh, that, that's on there that will make people go to it and watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm, I agree. Nice. Right, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up there and uh, bring this standalone episode to a close. Obviously, we covered quite a lot. Um, I think a little call to action. We'd done, we were using the hashtag last recap 2020. I think uh, we should still get people using that if they've got aspirations or things that they want to share for their 2020 to use that, that hashtag and let us know. Matt, what's the hashtag if they want to send you questions? Uh, questions with Matt. It's, it's, it's a great hashtag does exactly what it says on the tin it does indeed as do your jingles well, they, they never disappoint and they do exactly what they're saying <laughs> uh, Kurt in terms of uh, in terms of chats what's, uh, what's the, the, the recent uh, the, the, the latest chats coming up um, latest chats coming up and they actually start January 7th so um, on the America's side that's activate learning through movement and um that just regularly starts um, 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. And then on the EMEA side, and I'm looking that up, Martin. Um, you might need to help me with that. That's okay. It's a new year, new you, um, or new goals, sorry. And that's hosted by Jacob Wilcock and um, Mr. Digitech Sabe. I'm not even going to t- attempt to pronounce Sabe's last name because I know for a fact I will butcher it. But it's Mr. Digitech Sabe. 
is uh, they're both hosting that, and that's tomorrow at 8 p.m. GMT. Yeah, and then there's more coming up. So um, the chats start again um, tomorrow. Make sure to go into the Apple Teacher Learning Center and have a sneak peek at the questions so you can prepare and have your stories ready to share them out and participate in that Twitter chat. And like Martin said, maybe you find an ADE buddy who wants to collaborate with you throughout and friendship for life might come from. Absolutely. Um, as it seems to have happened with the four of us. Guys, Thank you very much for uh, taking the time out of your Monday to have a conversation about things that you want to see happen in 2020. We'll be back with recaps next week. But in the meantime, Matt, have a great week. And to you, my friend. I shall talk to you soon. Johan, take it easy. Yeah, well, you too. And Kurt, if you're traveling, safe travels. Thank you very much, gentlemen. See you soon. Okay. Take care, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.